Hey, this is Oren Ross with another edition of The Libertarian Lawyer with me, your illustrious host, Oren Ross. And um, the Democrats have lost their minds and uh, it's kind of funny to watch. It, it would be more funny to watch if it were not so disturbing and if they weren't actually running the government, but they are. Um, so they're they're trying to impre in, uh, impeach President Trump. And you, you might be asking yourself, how could they impeach President Trump since he is no longer the president? Well, that's a good question. That's a very good question uh, because that's not what's in the Constitution. All right. Let me find it here. So <clears throat> this is from. Article two, section four in the United States Constitution, the president, vice president and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So obviously you can't impeach someone uh, who is not holding that office because it, it, it's very clear from this reading, just on a plain reading, that impeachment is to be used to remove someone from office. So if someone is not in office, there is no reason for an impeachment to occur. So they're still doing it, uh, but we have Rand Paul stepping up again. Only five Republicans vote with Senate Democrats to table Rand Paul's point of order on sham impeachment. This is absolutely a sham impeachment. And it's insane that five Republicans voted against tabling it because everybody in the damn Senate should be voting against this uh, or they should not be voting to table this because it is absolutely a sham. I mean, it's, it's, it's very clear that this is not what impeachment is for. So they've just decided they're going to completely change the definition of what impeachment is and they're just going to do whatever they want. And that's not how this works. Okay. That's why we have a constitution so that you don't just get to do whatever you want. There are limits and rules and, 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 and severe limitations on what the government can and cannot do. But they don't care. All they care about is power. All they care about is getting their way. And they want to impeach Trump because I guess they think that that means that he can't run for president again in four years. But uh, if we can just change the rules, uh, here and there, why can't we just change that rule too? Why can't we say you can now run again if you've been impeached? Because after all, if, if you're impeached out of office, does that really count? No, it does not count. And Rand Paul appears to be one of the only people who actually cares about the constitution in the Senate. Uh, but you know, with, with, uh, with this vote being 55 to 45, it looks like that, you know, the Democrats would have no way of getting the, two thirds majority they need to actually convict the president or former president. Uh, so this would be pointless anyway. So obviously you have Collins, Murkowski, Romney, of course, Sass and Toomey voting for this. They wanna table this, even though it's clearly 110% unconstitutional. Uh, let's see. So then Rand Paul calls it a partisan exercise meant to further divide the country. Of course, 
because they claim that they're impeaching him because he incited a riot. He didn't incite a riot. All right. So what this dude said was uh, that he said in that speech, uh, January 6th, he said, I know everyone here will soon march to the Capitol to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Peacefully and patriotically. Okay. That is not anywhere near inciting violence. And then he goes on to give examples of how Democrats may or may not have incited violence in the past. For instance, the, uh, the guy who shot up the baseball game, uh, the, a Bernie Sanders supporter who was screaming about health care because the Democrats have said over and over that Republicans want you to die. They're going to kill grandma. They're going to you know, throw grandma off a cliff like they make commercials about that. And, uh, and then Cory Booker said to get in the face of Congress people. That's 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 an obvious incitement. Maxine Waters says to get in people's faces, make a crowd, tell them they're not welcome anywhere. That's, that's crazy. You can do that. But when, once you say to get up in someone's face, to me, if you get within, I don't know, like two feet of me, I'm probably just going to hit you with an elbow or something else uh, because I'm not going to let somebody just get two inches from my face. Why would I do that? That's especially with COVID now, right? Like if somebody gets in my face, I'm going to assume they're trying to give me COVID. So I'm going to beat the shit out of them. But anybody who gets in your face like that, th those are people who don't know how to fight, okay? Because that's the worst way to do it. Put, putting your face as far out as possible with your hands back. Those are the kind of people who you see get knocked out very quickly. But, you know, just don't get in people's faces. If you have a problem with uh, someone in your government, make it known, make it public. You have Facebook, well, you don't have Facebook or Parler or anything if they ban you. Um, so that's another issue. You know, where is the public square? We're supposed to be able to have free speech in the public square. Well, if the public square is on Facebook and Twitter, legally, they shouldn't be able to ban anybody from it. You're not supposed to be able to ban people for things that aren't illegal in the public square, unless they're actually inciting violence. At that point, maybe you can ban them, but they have to be able to come back at some point. Even people who murder somebody get out of prison and come back into society at some point. But if it's Twitter, you're banned for life. If you call a she or a he or, or vice versa, or whatever, even if you don't even know what the person is, they still ban you for life. Here's another reason that this is an absolute sham impeachment. They've made a Democrat senator, not the chief justice, preside over this impeachment trial. So it's obviously, it, it seems like it's not an impeachment trial. It seems like they, they understand that this is not going to work. They're just putting on a show, but it, it, just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it seems like they've, they've actually gone off the rails. And, and this is probably just like Trump derangement syndrome, which I did not think was real until my brother-in-law exhibited all of the symptoms. Um, it's just crazy. They, they put uh, Senator Leahy in, like a, a guy who has voted uh, for impeachment. So he, he said he's going to be fair and impartial, right? Impartial justice. He's going to give, even though he already voted to impeach him. I'm pretty sure that's not impartial. If, if this were real life, if this were in the public, wouldn't he have to recuse himself? Pretty sure. That's why you have a chief justice step in. 
But of course, they didn't want that, even though Roberts would probably do whatever they want, because that appears to be what his goal is, is to do whatever the Democrats want at any given point. Um, for instance, making up laws uh, and, and words in the Obamacare statute. Um, you, you can't force private citizens to buy a product, except now you can because he just decided it was a tax. The way that's supposed to work is that he says you can't force somebody to buy a product, sends it back to the Congress. They say, OK, well, we'll just call it a tax. They pass a new law. And then if it comes back up, he says, OK, well, they do have the ability to tax people. Right. That's supposed to be the fucking circuit here. But they didn't do that, probably because they knew that they couldn't do that in that time span. Uh, I think Obama had the House and the Senate for two years. Um, and they only uh, they only got it through on a slim majority, I think. So uh, either way, Chief Justice Roberts is, uh, I, I think he's more concerned with the standing of the Supreme Court, which is, it seems like a lot of these justices are, or at least some of the justices appointed by Republicans. The, the people on the left, Sotomayor, those, Kagan, they will go as far left as possible. They will read things into these laws that are absolutely not there because they believe in this equity crap that people like Joe Biden are promoting. So let's go to that. So Biden promoting racial equity rips Trump administration's ignorance and lies. The way that you can tell someone is ignorant, the dog is losing her mind. The way that you can tell that someone is ignorant is if they call you ignorant, okay? Anybody who uses the word ignorant uh, probably doesn't understand basic history or basic facts. So our new president has abolished Trump's 1776 commission and the ban on diversity and sensitivity training. When they say that, what they mean is that critical race theory where they teach you that if you're white, you're evil, uh, and uh, you know black people are mistreated, so we should put them on a pedestal above us. It's 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 insane and it's absolutely racist. But it's okay to be racist against white people because uh, for some reason they they claim that black people have no power, even though a half black half Indian woman is now the vice president. I'm pretty sure that's power, right? Didn't we just have a guy who was half black? I, I mean, considered black, like they call him the black president, right? He was president for eight years. Isn't that power? I'm pretty sure that's power. Pretty sure he had the ability to do what he wanted with a phone and a pen, as he stated. So we've got this guy, this dude who, again, you know, wrote the 94 crime bill. So he's, he's basically responsible for putting many, many black men in jail for crimes that, you know, probably shouldn't be crimes like drug crimes. Uh, because the federal government has no business telling you what you can and cannot put in your body. Why is that any of their business? It's not. If you want to get high, go get high. If you want to get high and steal something, that's a crime. If you want to get high and murder somebody, that's a crime. But getting high itself should not be a crime because it does not harm anyone except yourself. Now, if you want to argue that maybe if you have kids or something, it might harm them, 
okay, well, we could go to that argument. But first, somebody's going to have to admit that it doesn't actually harm anybody if I walk out in the woods and do a line of coke. Like, who, who gets hurt there? Nobody. People get hurt because it's illegal. If it weren't illegal, it would not have all of these uh, issues attached to it, like cartels, right? So basically, uh, we have a president here, you know, and the 1776 commission, this, this put in place to uh, go against the 1619 project uh, because what they wanted to do was push back on this idea that the country is irredeemably and systemically racist, okay? So the 1619 project pretty much says that this country was founded on slavery. Uh, we weren't actually founded in 1776. We were founded when the first slave was brought here and that every institution of this government is tainted by slavery and racism and white supremacy. So what they are saying is that they want to destroy the country. I mean, it, it's not even like they're pretending anymore. They're, they're actually saying the country is evil. We have to start over, okay? So I'm pretty sure that makes you an enemy of the Constitution, right? Aren't we supposed to protect against enemies of the Constitution? If somebody is saying that every part of this government is racist and the Constitution is racist, they are enemies of that Constitution. It could not be any clearer, to me at least, but I guess other people don't see it that way. So it, it, I don't think it's that Trump wanted to erase America's history of racial injustice. It's just that they wanted to uh, not highlight it, okay? Because it's not something that really has that much of an impact today. You know, it, it had a huge impact when it was in place, but when it was in place, every other country had it too. England outlawed it only a few years before we did. But nobody talks about Britain's slaves. Nobody talks about England's slaves, right? Or the French or the Germans or anybody else in the world. I mean, there, there were more slaves today than there were when slavery was legal in the United States, okay? That's crazy. Nobody talks about that. But all of this focus on slavery is, is not constructive. It's not useful because if you focus on the past that much, you're going to ignore the future. That's why you have people who feel like they are entitled to reparations and, uh, you know, free things. They, they want to be able to, you know, get free college and all this stuff. That's, that may, that may have worked uh, at, at some point when someone was alive who actually knew a slave. I'm pretty sure there's nobody alive now who actually knew a slave. Maybe, maybe there are, but, you know, we're, so many generations removed from that to start paying people for that uh, seems insane, especially since it would not end anything because we wouldn't be able to pay people enough. And I think we'd have to do some DNA tests and find out how, how much uh, you know, DNA you have from African slaves. And then how would you separate people who are just African from people who were African slaves? How would, how would we ever do that? They wouldn't. So you would just basically be giving people money for their skin color, which is racist, okay? That's racism, but nobody seems to get that. What we ought to do is tell everybody, you got clean slate, and, and that's really what this country is. You got a clean slate here, all right? 
Nobody's doing anything against you. Nobody's keeping you from going to work. Nobody's keeping you from applying to a job. I mean, nobody's keeping you out of school. Everybody just try to work, get somewhere. And if somebody does something to you that's like actually racist, like if they don't hire you because you're black or, or, or whatever it is, okay, then maybe report that. But, you know, that's not how it works. Um, nobody, no, nobody seems to want to, to work for anything, to earn anything, to want to be handed everything. And I, I think that's when you can tell that the country is going to hell in a handbasket. So for some reason, I wanted to pull up equity here uh, because the, the difference between equality and equity is uh, equality is, is basically uh, fairness of, of the outcome, right? So everybody in America has equality. You start out with equality, like nobody's keeping you from doing these things. Everyone legally has the ability to go to school, go to work, go to college, become president if you're born here. Uh, you know, do all the things that people in the country can do. Equality, I'm sorry, equity is a little bit different. Okay, so what equity is, is basically making sure that everyone ends up in the same place. This is also known as socialism or communism. So here we go, this is from socialchange.co.uk. So what they're calling equity is that sometimes people may need differing treatment to make their opportunities the same as another's. So basically what they're saying is um, they wanna make everybody on the same level. They wanna put everybody on the same level, give everyone equal opportunity. Well, everyone has equal opportunity insofar as there are no legal restrictions on your opportunity, but there are, will always, always, always be limits on opportunity. Uh, if there is a billionaire who has a kid, that kid's gonna have more opportunities than I do. I'm gonna have more opportunities than some other people. Everybody has more opportunities than somebody else at some point, right? But they don't consider any of that. And if they did this just on the basis of, you know, fairness and, and actual equity, it might not be so egregious, but they're basing this all on race and gender and trans whatever. And it's just not going to end well, because again, when you focus on giving someone something because of their race, that is bigoted, that is racist, okay? We should not be giving people things based on their race. You should make sure that the playing field is level and the playing field has not been level for quite a while because we have things like affirmative action uh, in school and in workplaces. And you can get a little bit of a jump ahead if you're not white and now not Asian, then you, you get a, a little bump. That's screwed up, okay? Everybody should have to work the same amount to get to the same place, right? That, that's, not, that's not equity. If you give someone something because of an immutable characteristic, if you're giving someone a job because they're black, when there might've been a guy who was white, who was a little bit more qualified, that's, so fucked up. That's absolutely against everything that this country was founded on. That's against everything that logic implies would keep this country going. 
and it's going to end up in a really bad place for us. So enough about the equity. Uh, we also have uh, the teachers unions causing trouble again because people want the kids to go back to school, you know, since it's been almost a year since a lot of them had to go home. And uh, over here in Cobb County, um, the, I think the schools went back today and uh, a guy I know said that 120 teachers called in sick. Um, if you don't do your job, you should not be getting paid for your job. Why am I still paying property taxes for teachers who aren't teaching or you know, teachers who refuse to go to school or teachers who are drunk on Zoom? Like, why, why am I paying property taxes for that? Why am I paying property taxes at all? Why should I pay a tax for something that I already bought? There's too many taxes. Regardless, I'm gonna go off on taxes every damn day probably. But these teachers unions are, are causing so many problems. And uh, the example I have here is that this Pasco teachers union president in Washington state is under fire for linking school reopening to white privilege. So what this idiot did, and I'm sure he's white because every white moron in Washington talks about white supremacy 24 hours a day. He linked being free to breathe and free to reopen everything, rodeos and rallies with a culture of white supremacy and white privilege, okay? Um, I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to things like that because not only is that just the dumbest thing that you could say, and there is zero evidence to back this up, uh, there's evidence to the contrary, okay? Because public school systems serve a lot of black and minority kids, right? Black kids, Mexicans, what you know, whatever, depending on your rate, what is it, Hispanic? Uh, we don't really have many Puerto Ricans where I'm from, but uh, I'm sure they make up a good amount of the population in places like New York and New Jersey. Those kids need to be in school, right? Because it's more likely that their parents work jobs that are actual jobs, right? Uh, because we've been told that essential workers are, are more likely to be minority, right? So all of those minority people are working these essential jobs. Uh, their kids need to be in school because school is basically a babysitter for a lot of people, including myself. That's why my kid is in school right now because we both work at home and we can't really work at home with a 21 month old who's insanely smart and strong trying to destroy everything. We can't do that, right? And we're both here. Uh, people who work outside the home or even single parent families, they have zero options other than trying to find a babysitter, but then they're gonna spend all of their money on a babysitter and they're already paying property taxes to send their kids to a damn school. So are we gonna get refunds on these property taxes that people are paying? Of course not, because we have to pay the teachers no matter what, because they do such a good job, right? Uh, my friend today was, was arguing that, uh, or he wasn't arguing, he just said that teachers should be paid more. Um, teachers should be paid more if they improve test scores, okay? The United States has been going steadily downhill for many, many years in terms of test scores. And this seems kind of insane when you consider that we spend more and more money every year on teachers and schools and, and everything. 
The reason it's going downhill is because we have a federal education system that is basically set up to, uh, it was set up to make people good workers, to make people good uh, factory employees, right? They want you to sit quietly and raise your hand before you can speak. It, it's a whole thing that was set up by, uh, I believe, one of the Rockefellers. Like he, They designed the school system this way to just make good employees. Um, and I should probably look that up um, and, and have some proof for that, but I don't have it right now. So just, you can Google it if anybody's ever listening to this. Um, it, it's ridiculous that all teachers, you know, they, like they pat themselves on the back as hard as they can. I think they're probably gonna break their arms doing it. Um, they work like, what, 200 days a year? I mean, like 180 school days and maybe like 20 planning days or something. They get all the holidays off. They get the entire summer off. Uh, it's not that bad of a gig, right? You don't get paid that much. Okay, well, you also don't work that much. And I understand that might be stressful work, uh, you know, kids being little bastards sometimes. But guess what? Everybody has stressful jobs. I get yelled at by people sometimes. Am, am I deserving of that? Because someone just doesn't understand how the legal system works? I don't think so. Is anybody arguing that I should be paid more? Of course not, because everybody hates lawyers and maybe for good reason sometimes. But that doesn't mean that teachers should just get free reign to do whatever they want and not show up to school, not teach the kids, because there's zero evidence that children get this uh, or children spread this disease, COVID, in the schools. OK, they they've shown that a couple teachers died. Those teachers all got the, the virus somewhere else, somewhere other than the schools. And then they ended up dying. OK, so. If a fireman gets a virus and is killed by it, he got the virus somewhere else. Let's say he got the virus in Florida. Does that mean that firemen are in danger? No, it means that that guy was somewhere else and he got a virus. It has nothing to do with his occupation. If a teacher dies because they got a virus at a concert, it has nothing to do with their occupation. There is, I'm pretty sure almost, maybe zero, very, very, very little evidence that children are um, vectors of transmission for this disease. It seems like they just don't spread it for whatever reason, which seems crazy because children are Petri dishes. And a lot of times they're, you know, they give you colds and flus and things. And if you're a parent, you get those because your kid's in school, they're, they're snotty, they have bubbles everywhere, you know, everything gets dirty but doesn't seem to be working here. But these teachers, unions especially, um, have just gone off the rails. So what we've got is uh, basically a country that it seems like it's falling apart. And not just, not just because uh, the controlling party in the government is absolutely obsessed with a guy who is no longer part of the government and has zero ability to control anything in the government now because all of the establishment Republicans really don't like him. He's got he's really got no ability to do anything, but they're so obsessed with him. They're just going to keep going after him. They're going to destroy the country at the same time. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks, Biden, uh, for making EpiPens more expensive. Uh, so Trump put in a rule. Uh, in December that was going to uh, 
uh, freeze the prices of EpiPens, or I think lower it maybe, EpiPens and insulin, right? Because everybody's complaining that insulin is too expensive. Biden comes in and says, we're putting a freeze on that, okay? Yeah, it, it, it was that Trump was going to lower it and uh, Trump was going to force the prices down because we have this weird system in America where we pay a lot more for prescription drugs than people do for the same drugs in other countries because they basically know that they can charge us more because we have insurance. It's a huge scam, uh, like much of the medical industry, but Trump was gonna force that down for things like EpiPens and insulin, which are necessary for people who have diabetes or have allergies. And uh, Biden put a freeze on it. So sucks for all you Democrats on insulin, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe rethink some things and actually look into who the person is that you're voting for. That dude doesn't give a fuck about you. All he cares about are his corrupt corporate friends who are paying for everything, all the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, you know who didn't care about them? Trump. You know who does? Biden. All right. So that's it for me. And um, I'm sure some more crazy things will happen between tomorrow and, uh, and now, but hopefully not. Hopefully everything ends up with uh, sunshine and rainbows, but probably not.